Last week on Discount Heroes. You see a pair of shadowy arms reach out from Wagon Wheel's neck and they grasp onto his shoulders. No, leave me here. Leave me here. Wagon Wheel begins floating away towards the door, picking up speed. As the four of you are pulled at an increasing, increasing speeds, the ground stretches around you. Another new place. It seems like almost entirely empty. Copes, a heavy metal object suddenly crashes into your skull. The compass is now pointing to, it looks actually like a small campfire. I think it's Wagon. I think it's just him. Oh my god, I've never had guests here before. You hear some nice things in the whispers. And there's a fantastic looking feast featured in the painting. I reach out for it. I always prided myself on the contracts that I wrote. I never made a bad deal. I always left myself a way to get out. You're led to a door, a door lined with gold. This is one of the world's largest banks. It's called the Citadel of Wealth. I know it's dark here. I pull out my barely glowing rod and hand it to him. Don't forget me, guys. And he waves goodbye, and the door shuts with a tremendous thud behind you. His money money doesn't jingle jingle, it coasts. Hmm, how delectable. Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We're a chaotic, character, and story-driven real-play podcast. We're a group of five friends who like to bully, well, four friends who like to bully a little short guy with glasses. Yeah, don't get upset because we bully you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Got him! (laughs) Jesus. We've played countless hours of questionable D&D. And now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name's Brent. I'm the DM here. We've got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? My name is Tyler, and I will be playing Cokes, the Circle of the Stars Druid. Welcome to the show! It's Dimarok, the Tiefling Bard, played by Aaron. This is Jared, a.k.a. Sleepy J, playing the part of Thrasher, the Human Barbarian. Also known as Big Chonk, also known as The Wagon. <laughs> also known as The Wagon. Many, many names going on. And you took too much time. My name is Matt, and I am playing Knox Longfoot. And it's just Matt. <laughs>
I don't I don't go by anything else. His time is valuable. I call you Mytholomew pretty often. This is my time. Back off. Hey, can we get two Thrasher intros if we're going to have uh, two of them with us? Ooh, that's good. This is Spirit Thrasher. I'm the same, but over here. I'm going to kill Spirit Thrasher. <laughs> I was thinking about it the whole last episode. Good luck. <laughs> it feels like a free kill, right? You just get to get out all those feelings of aggression, but Thrasher's still here and he's fine. We all talked about this and agreed. We all had a week to think about this. Tyler said he was going to come up with a question to ask everybody. I'd like to go ahead and get that right now. Damn it. Damn it. Um, fuck. <laughs> he seemed prepared. We've already blown this whole bit once. Don't do it again. So I have to have a question? You've had two weeks to prepare. Yeah, but I forgot. <laughs> so really, I've got like 12 seconds. How do you think Brent feels? When he turns on his camera, it's like, oh, fuck. This is my, I gotta come up with stuff. Brent. He's gonna pull up an AI generator. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Brent a question. What is your favorite part about each of our characters? Dang, that's a good one. On the other side of the page. Let's see. My favorite part about Knox is how he's willing to throw himself at stuff and then accept the consequences of his own actions. I complain a lot. But. When I first started playing D&D, I would get pissed about dying, and that was really pathetic of me. But Matt hasn't <laughs> been like that at all, so it's been good. Are you trying to prepare us for death? <laughs> you trying to like be like, hey, hey. Yeah, this is the mature way to deal with death, guys, just to keep in mind. <laughs> hey, why did you call the last episode The Last Supper? What was that all about? <laughs> Demarok, probably just the whole visual. I think Demarok's got the best visual description of him of all the characters so far. I can really picture everything that he's wearing and that he's got on him. From the demon feet to the dragon hands. Your willingness to just invent things, Tyler, and add them to my game <laughs> is a great source of enjoyment to me. I'm going to be thinking for a long time about the Gemini Stone. Suck on that, Jared. He loves it. What the hell that could possibly be? And Thrasher. No one's better at following the leads. <laughs> I mean, the emu battle, no one could have been better for that emu battle. <laughs> That's my goal. I don't know that anyone else would have just hopped in there and gotten in on that fight like you did. You make it happen, Captain. I'm following you. And also, you're unfortunately forced to be the straight man in a lot of situations. <laughs> hey, say something else nice about me. I want one more. I would also like one more. <laughs> now say all the worst stuff about us. No, 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 yeah, no, no. That no, 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 no. favorite part. <laughs> I don't want that. He doesn't want that. You don't want that. Aaron will just bleep out the whole thing in post. Yeah, I got final say. You want criticisms too? No, no. How about we just give you one criticism? So I got something on my mind. <laughs> you can't criticize him when we're walking into a death trap. Oh, oh maybe we could though. Wait, yeah, no, yeah. Let Aaron go ahead and criticize him. Yeah, go ahead. Perfect setup. Record this. Record this. Somebody record that. No, that's just all going to get bleeped. <laughs> so let's go ahead and begin the game. Last week, our intrepid adventurers attempted to talk to their friend Wagon Wheel after encountering their previous selves in a not-so-flattering situation. 
He responded with confusion, and after some half-hearted apologies from the party, time seemed to move forward quickly, allowing them to witness the moment where Wagon Wheel was somehow swapped with Legis. The visage of Wagon Wheel flew through the air, the party latching onto him, being led into another, more oppressive realm than the last. Here they encountered a different Wagon Wheel, one who seemed... happy. This oddly self-aware Wagon Wheel seemed to know them but didn't remember why. They shared an imaginary last supper with their friend and toured some of his happier memories before being led to a tremendous bank from his memories, a place that he said even he couldn't enter. And after some heartfelt goodbyes, they walked through the threshold, leaving him behind once again. Don't say it like that. (laughs) I gave him a present. It does feel like we're leaving him again, guys. I'll stay outside with him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got to leave him here so that we can find him once again. We got to find out what's happening. You walk into the building and enter a large vaulted entrance hall. Thick structural columns lined with steel support the vaulted ceiling. Humongous desks of black marble surround the edge of the room with tremendous piles of gold behind them. People both wealthy and not approach the tellers behind the counter doing business. Looks like it's quite busy in here. Does everybody look normal? Everybody looks normal. There are long hallways that stretch far into the distance, almost out of sight, it seems, on the left and right. What is my compass doing? It is spinning wildly, and then it explodes in your hand. That's not true, Brent. (laughs) Does it explode? No, it's just spinning wildly. It was to find the golden door. Hmm. I would like to do a perception check. For what? 11. I don't know why I try. (laughs) It looks like a bank. (laughs) Pretty sure we're in a bank here, guys. Hmm. Well, whenever I go in a bank, I like to make a withdrawal. Y'all want to start there? Well, Wagon did say that he used to rent a space out here, so they must have some offices. Maybe that's where we need to go. Okay. Oh, maybe he has a reservation. Maybe. At the bank? (laughs) He said he made reservations at the bank to rent offices. Looking down the hallways to the left, you see what must be hundreds of doors lining each hallway. Is there no front kiosk or desk and no person in the lobby? There are these uh, black marble desks surrounding the edge of the room with tellers behind them, people waiting in line to do their business. I'm going to open an account. I mean, we are here. Might as well. I spend a couple hours opening an account. <laughs> All right, you get in line. The line seems to be moving really slow. Yeah, that's, I get it. You know, it's what you expect when you come to one of these places. Yeah, everybody's busy. They're understaffed. I mean, we could just go to the front of the line. Yeah. Uh, it'd be kind of rude. Yeah, no, let's do it. If you just look confident, nobody will say anything. Uh, okay. Puff up my chest. I stick my chest out and strut. Yep. Strut to the front of the line. All of us, just looking good. So how do you guys look as far as your clothing and all that? Do you appear wealthy, any of you? Well, I've got my fancy armor on. Oh, that's true, yeah. That looks nice. Can I spend a hit die to have a gold suit? (laughs) You sure can. I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to spend one hit die to have a gold suit, but it's got some armor on it. Okay. It does like a camera cut when you zip it up and suddenly you're wearing like, I guess you don't zip up a suit. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) 
If anyone out there was wondering how often we get dressed up, <laughs> we thought maybe you zipped up a suit. You mean like a track suit, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a, right. a golden oh. track suit. I'm walking here. All right, you put on a fancy gold suit. People just seem to get out of your way. Like they could tell that you're someone important. How much AC does that give me? Uh, What AC do you normally have? 13. You get plus one extra AC. Nice. That's good. That's worth the hit die right there. Timrock sees him change, but now he understands the cost and decides not to wear one of the cool gold suits. Yeah, I walk up and I say, Hello, sir. It is me and my constituents, and I need to access my deposit box. Oh, uh, I'm terribly sorry for the wait, sir. Uh, what's the name that the account is under? The name? You do not know my name? I would like to speak to your manager immediately. Uh, of course, sir. I'm terribly sorry. They bow to you and walk up. After a few moments, a fancy-looking dragonborn with black scales walks up. In the interim of the manager, I'm going to turn around to my constituents. Guys, what's a name? What's a good name? You sound like a Karen to me. No, 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 no. Legis. Mr. Fancy Pants. No. Thrasher? Oh, uh, Wagon Wheel. No, y'all suck. Okay, I turn back around as the manager walks up. Sir Money Money Goldman. Ooh. The second. Sir, I believe my employee has offended you. Yes, she has. I was here to access my deposit box. Uh, of course, sir. And what name would that be under? Sir Money Money Goldman. <coughs> the second. The <laughs> second. And third. That's <laughs> 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 so fucking good. I love the voice. You've <laughs> got... <laughs> what is that like on your parents' side? You have a Sir Money Money McGoldman the first, yeah. and on your dad's side, it's the second. Yeah, I took both. <laughs> uh, what is it you're going for here, uh, Tyler? I want to get to the back of the bank. <laughs> to the back of the bank? That is not what the plan was supposed to be at all. Well, if we can get out of the lobby, I mean, if I can get to my deposit box, you know, that's further. Why don't you just say you're here for a meeting? I'm here for a meeting with my deposit box. <laughs> God. Oh, a meeting, sir. And what conference room would you have reserved here? B. <laughs> B. <laughs> conference room B. <laughs> Sounds like a luck check to me, right? Maybe a Mr. <laughs> Mr. Money Money <laughs> <laughs> That's a luck check, yeah. Nat 20 this. Um, Dimrock wants to use a bardic inspiration as he walks up behind him and looks as tough as he can to try to be like his bodyguard and maybe cracks his whip a few times in the air. Gerald, it is okay. Do you call him Gerald? Yeah, yeah, it's Gerald. It's my drag. Yes, sir. Right away. Thank you, Gerald. All right, so this is a D20 luck check. Yeah, I'll let you add an inspiration to it from Demarok. Oh. <laughs> why is it a D6? <laughs> oh, no. This is why you make plans, people. Because that was a five. What's your bardic inspiration? Was it a D6, Air? Yes. Okay, a oh. seven, sir. 
<laughs> we don't have a conference room B, sir. Are you sure you're not confused? This is the Celestial Wealth, correct? Oh, no, that is the bank next door. This is the Citadel of Wealth. Aha! My mistake! (laughs) (laughs) Dimrock wants to push forward just for a second. Uh, Excuse me, sir. Do you mind? Yes, of course. Thank you, sir. You're so kind. You're so kind. You have been a great servant for many years, Gerald. Yes, of of course. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And he steps forward and... Dimrock reaches into his pocket and pulls out one of those pieces of stewed emu that he had earlier. And he reaches out to the teller. Might you be interested to know that I have the rarest piece of meat on the earth with me? Let me show you the great stewed emu. And as I do that, I cast distort value. Oh, shit. On a piece of cooked meat. That sounded like the worst pickup line ever. (laughs) I have a quality piece of meat. (laughs) What is distort valued? I kind of did a Demerock thing, maybe. I knew the name of the spell, and I just read what it did. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear it. You guessed it. Yeah, you guessed it. It doubles the value. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, <laughs> of, of, of the item that I cast it on. <laughs> so what is that piece of stoot? Oh, what? Um, it is the rarest one. I value it at, at the a much a bunch of money. Okay, I need to put it in a deposit box. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald. Yes. What are you doing? I. Uh, I just wanted to help. I I know you're a good guy, Gerald, but come on. I cracked the whip. All right, I push him back behind me. Could you take your lunch with you? <laughs> yes, of course he will. I apologize. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's emu on my desk. <laughs> I, I reach up and wipe it off real quick with my hoodie. I like pick it up and just like sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Is this the finale? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Let me grab my envoy, Michael. Michael, come here. <laughs> I call it. Gesture it knocks. Explain to this man. <laughs> this is the least amount of puzzle I've ever created. <laughs> oh, but it is so challenging somehow. <laughs> if we would have rolled good it would have been different <laughs> I know I expected to do better oh my goodness it's just stewed pocket emu what a wild way to go how did it be better okay you called me up yeah Michael okay. Michael um, I guess I will walk up to the counter mm, yes excuse me sir <laughs> yes very good Michael Yes, I I have a meeting today with two other gnomely fellows about a deal. Mm. Could you please direct me to the correct room? Hmm. Well, would you happen to know a name of the fellow you're looking for? We have a number of conference rooms reserved today. (sighs) (laughs) Well, you see, I'm, uh, 
I'm an associate of Mr. Legis. I'm here to meet about a business deal with one of his clients, but I'm not sure of his name. Well, I'm not sure if I should tell you the name if you don't know it. Really? You think you should turn down Legis's prime associate on a deal that he's supposed to be making? Very good, Michael. You think that's wise? <laughs> you can try a persuasion check here. Oh, gosh. Can I help? Anyone up to... I think up to two people can help. Yeah. I will also help. I'm gonna help. <laughs> well, it's Bardic Inspiration. Alright, I got a plus one to this roll. That's a 17. 16 plus one. Nice. That's an 18. <laughs> nice. So that's a plus two on top of Matt's roll, and then if you want to add a Bardic Inspiration, you can. Okay, that's a D6. That is a four. Ooh. So that is a 23. Hell yeah. Let's see, I have a few names here. Perhaps one of these is ones you will recognize. Now, I'm breaking protocol here. I shouldn't be sharing these names with you, but you seem like upstanding fellows. Yes, I shan't be standing here much longer, sir. Although I am a little bit hungry. Gerald! Yes, 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 sir! Yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, present the emu. I, I dig it out of my pocket and just <laughs> extend it forward in my left hand. <laughs> Here you are, sir. Here, yes. Yes, sir. Sorry. Thank you. Yes. Very good. Very good. Yes, sir. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. It's just got hair on it now from your pocket. <laughs> no, no. I, I'll take the hair off. And he reaches out and just pulls off the few hairs and kind of dusts the top just a little bit with his fingers. Yes, here. It's still delicious. Yes, it's very delicious. He's the best cook in the kingdom. All right. The teller takes the the emu, eats it down, looks satisfied with it. Now, it is my magic Ooh. Yeah. meat that I made, so he does get plus two temporary HP. He might feel better than he ever has in his entire life. With more health? I mean, wow. That's a good episode name. Demi's Magic Meat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled to see how much he enjoyed it. He rolled an 18. He loves oh, it. Oh, man. Uh, you watch him really savor the flavor. Perhaps a little too long. Really savoring every chew. <laughs> Sir, are you really going to waste more of my time here with these silly games? It seems like he's going to, Michael. This is outrageous. <laughs> oh, I'm terribly sorry, sir. Terribly sorry. Perhaps one of these names is one that you recognize. I thought it was going to be Rick as soon as you said it. Let's see, we've got uh, Zornak the Unseen, <laughs> uh, Vexilia the Flamecaster. Oh, Lord. Uh, let's see, Gorgorith. <laughs> it's, it's Gorgorath. Moxar the Dreamweaver. Ooh. Uh, Quinsley Puffton. I love that one. I really like Quinsley Puffton, <laughs> yeah. New character. Yeah, I was about to say, that will also be the next character I play. Pick him. Are any of those names familiar to you? Well, most of those are. I've made deals with many people here. It would be good to see old Quinsley once more. <laughs> Take me to the conference rooms. I will find where I need to go. I've had enough of your time wasting. Snacking at work. Yes, very good, Michael. <laughs> Terribly sorry, sir. He bows deeply and then continues to bow as he leads you to one of the hallways. I do the cool coin flick and I flick him one of my mind gold. He leads you down the hallway to the left. As you pass by the doors, he seems to be leading you towards the end of the hallway. 
The doors begin flying open, revealing tremendous treasures within. You see humongous piles of gold, magic weaponry, potions, anything that you can think of, even the Gemini stone. Everyone roll a charisma saving throw to avoid being overtaken by greed. Oh, no. Uh-oh, that's a nine. <laughs> Why it gotta be charisma? Hmm. Nat 20! Is this a saving throw? Yes. Is it against magic? It's not, is it? I think I have plus eight on this. It's not against magic. Or plus six. I got a 14. Uh, eight plus six or eight? 14 or 16? Plus six. Uh, plus seven. Plus seven, right. That is correct. So I'm 15. All right. So everyone passes, but copes. Who cares? I got a nat 20. Oh, (laughs) the rest of you, you're unfazed by the opulence before you, but copes, you see the Gemini stone. It's just sitting there. The Gemini stone. (laughs) (laughs) I run in that room (laughs) and then I grab it. Oh, it's everything that you ever dreamed it would be. Oh my gosh. I start floating. (laughs) (laughs) This is the mind realm. He starts floating. (laughs) I thrive in the mind realm. That uses, uh, does that use hit dice, I assume? No, uh, he created this, not me. I created it, yeah. He knows what the Gemini stone does, I guess. Yeah. Of course (laughs) it makes you float. Everybody knows that. Oh, yeah, the Gemini stone. I heard, yeah, I heard about it. I heard about, I know, I knew it did that. Do we see him run in there? Yeah, you see him run in there. Yeah. Does he probably shouts about it too? Sir Money Money Goldman, the second, the third, wait. Where, Sir Money Money, where are you going? This is why I came here, bros. It's the Gemini Stone. You find that you don't care about anything else anymore, Copes. Yeah, I walk out the back. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not the Gemini Stone. We're here for, we're here for Wagon Wheel. What are you doing? What are you talking about? This is the Gemini Stone. It's the most powerful object in the world. Hey, hey, Mr. Money Money Goldberg, come come here for a second. Come here, come here. I have to tell you something. Come here. I hold the stone behind my back and I poke my head out the door. That's fine. I need to whisper in your ear. Come here, come here. I slap him. See what you got to. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to try to dodge copes or are you? No. Okay. You get slapped. I didn't see it coming. (laughs) I didn't see it coming. (laughs) That's a, a D4 damage plus your strength. Oh, the good news is I have negative two strength. Hell yeah. So zero damage. (laughs) Minimum one, so you take one damage and you get a new saving throw. Nice. Alright. If you fail again, you just gotta get slapped. (laughs) (laughs) That's another five. (laughs) Oh my. I want to turn to Thrasher while this is happening. If this is the only thing that's gonna help him, and then I uh, donkey kick him. (laughs) (laughs) Another D4 plus strength. I think a donkey kick could do more than that. Nah. Thank you, Brent. All right, so uh, that's probably going to be like a 16 to hit. I mean, you hit me regardless, I think. Okay. D4 plus what? Plus strength. Plus proficiency? It's combat. No. That'd be just an attack roll. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Seven damage. Damn it. All right, you get a saving throw with advantage this time. What the fuck is the Gemini Stone, bro? That's an 18 to say. You're struck by the reality of the situation in front of you. What you're holding can't be the Gemini Stone. Just a pale imitation. 
Oh, this is the Sagittarius stone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody knows it's just worthless. Throw it on the ground. All right, it explodes into pieces. All right, how much damage do I do? <laughs> I walk out and say, Sorry, sir. I was merely distracted. Perfectly fine, sir. Perfectly fine, as is your right. I shake Thresher's hand. Why? Because he snapped me out of it. Oh, okay. Do I know? I mean, I assumed that, like, when you break it. Yeah. I mentally message Thrasher and say, thanks, bro. I think to myself, no problem, man. I cannot hear that. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) We're just staring at each other. (laughs) Did we get the guy who was helping us his name? Oh, thank you for asking. Not many people ask for my name. I am Lordus the Proud. Lordus the Proud. Jesus Christ. Good name, sir. Good name indeed. Now, if you'll follow me this way. You know, Lordus, Lordus, <laughs> you really should keep these doors closed. This is an inappropriate way of keeping people's stuff secured. It's making me question how he is keeping Legis's items. Don't let it happen again. We're going to have to have a long talk with Mr. Legis, Lordus. so brent is this how you were expecting us to navigate through this bag (laughs) yeah right (laughs) you planned for this correct this is better (laughs) all right let's go come on chop chop michael yes yes of course i'm right behind you sir i don't know what's even addressed thrasher what is thrasher (laughs) doing i feel like he's just rolling his eyes constantly there's a lot of that going on, yeah. There's four eyes just rolling. Are you not having fun with the act? Both thrashers, yeah, just constantly. I'm rolling this way. He's rolling that way. You guys just keep looking at each other, doing the gym face at each other. Yeah. As he leads you to the end of the hallway, to a single solitary door. This is conference room C. Ah, Damn it. Oh, so close. Dang. <laughs> end of the line, Lordis. I believe this is the room you are looking for. I shall take my leave. I hope that you have a treasured day. Oh, very well said, sir. Very good. And he bows again and then remains bowing as he walks away backward. <laughs> All right, we walk through the door. I got through, I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> that, was, that was pretty awesome. <gasps> that was ridiculous. I, can, I cannot believe we made it back here. Gentlemen, we must move on. Michael, I mean, Knox. Wait. <laughs> Knox, I think it's okay. I think we're good. Hmm. We shall see. Uh-oh, he's stuck. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right, we can deal with this. Is there anyone in the room? Did we, can we go in the room? I think we're in the room, right? You're right outside the door right now. Oh, fuck. All right, I'm opening the door. Okay. Inside is a large circular room with a large round table. Very fancy, nice mahogany finish. Hmm. You see Wagon Wheel sitting across from one side, nobody on the other side. He seems to be writing something down on a piece of parchment. Quincy McTuffles? What was the name of the room we were coming to? Conference Room C. It's Quincy Puffton. So is that Wagon Wheel's real name then? Oh, no way. It's a good name. It's a good fucking name. Quincy what? Quincy Puffton. Puffton. Quincy, not even Quincy. P-U-F-F-T-I-N? Quincy Puffton. Is that actually his name? 
You don't know. That's his name, man. That's it. Quincy Puffton. Oh my god. I'm so proud. I'm proud. That's fucking great. I've waited a long time, and that name exceeded my expectations. It's just right. A chef's kiss. It's much better than, like, Gorgoth the Mountain Plunder or whatever. <laughs> the one was. Those were the AI-generated names. Yeah. They were all so evil-sounding. We got the best one. Was it seriously Gorgoroth? I think so. That's another band. That's another, like, really hard, heavy metal band. That would have been sick. That would have made sense. Naxorial the Blood Drinker. Yeah. I almost picked one of those. I'm just telling you that right now. Oh, my God. Quicksoul the Voidwalker. <laughs> all right. I'm still going to be... Surprised in character, though. So you threw Quincy Puffing in there. Yeah, that's my creation. Yeah. Oh, is it? Quincy Puffton. Nice. Oh, oh, that's great. I have never been closer to dying than when Aaron pulled a piece of emu out of his pocket at a high, fancy bank. I looked down. <laughs> I saw the store value. I'm like, I got this. I got this. I knew immediately. I know what that spell does. I knew you knew. <laughs> because when I saw the look on <laughs> your face, I was like, something's wrong. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this should be a aha moment. Now they feel okay because I got a great backup. I'm gonna, you know, get us through this. Okay. Do you have something, Brent? You hear wagon wheel talking that you can't see who he's talking to, and I'll forget everything that happened. You will forget everything, all the pain that you've caused, all the people you've hurt, your skills, everything. You will simply be my employee. And I, your overbearing employer, you will be suitably convinced of our arrangement, and you will continue doing what you are good at, making money and selling things, just as I direct. Don't you think I'll notice? Don't you think I'll notice something's wrong? Do you think you'll want to notice? He thinks to himself, and then he writes his name down on the paper. What's his name? Well, do you walk in? It looks like you're just seeing this and not... You can't see what, what he's writing down. Yeah, we go in. You go in just as he's finishing writing his name. You want to rush over if you want to catch the name that's on there? I want to stop him. I, mean, I can't stop him. I know I can't really stop him, but I would like to. Is it too late? Yeah, it's just as he's finished writing his name down. Wagon, don't! Stop! 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 How far away are we? Uh, 15 feet. Um. Sir Money Money Goldman, help me! Help! Stop him! He holds up the parchment as a cloud of darkness begins to coalesce in the middle of the room. The paper flies up into the air, being absorbed into whatever this shadowy thing is. Well, as the paper leaves his hand, Mm -hmm. Knox has the... Do I still have the uh, grappling thing on my shoulder? Is it still there? You sure do. So I am going to cast Mage Hand. So the little metal hand on my back pops out with little fingers and everything and takes off towards the paper to grab it. Nox reaches out towards the paper as it's going up a large, well, a normal-sized human hand, which is gigantic for Nox. But an ethereal hand shoots out of his with a ethereal tether all the way back to his and swoops the paper out of the air, grabbing onto it. You snatch the paper, pulling it towards you just as the cloud emits a thunderous burst of sound. And as it does so, you're plunged into complete darkness. You hear sounds around you, the shuffling of feet. 
you're not sure where a wagon wheel is. You can't see him anywhere. You can't even see right in front of you. The door seems to be gone. What do you guys do? I'm blind. Guys, I'm blind! Help! Can we see each other? Whoop whoop! You cannot. Guys, guys, y'all here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I hear you, Thrush. Yeah, Thrush. Everybody hold your hands out. Where are you? Right here. Sir Money Money, help me. <laughs> Do I bump into anybody? <laughs> yeah, I'm walking towards them. Start walking towards the sounds. D- did the paper come back to me? You follow my voice. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, it woo. did come back to you. And you're able, and you have it in your hand if you want to. But I can't see it. I do want to see it, but can I even see anything? No, you can't see anything right now, but you do have the paper in your hand. Okay. (sighs) You hear cracks of thunder in the darkness. Have we found each other? Yeah, after you found each other, after each crack, one, two, three, you hear footsteps. They're moving towards you. I want to start moving towards the footsteps, holding on to everybody. You want to just walk in the darkness? Yeah, we're forming a line. I'm at the front. Other Thrasher is at the back. Oh, it's a Thrasher sandwich. You trudge forward in the darkness after a few moments. Can I go ahead and summon a Shadow Blade? You can, yes. Okay, yeah, Nox is going to go ahead and... It looks really cool, you just can't see it because it's dark. He's going to pull out his Shadow Blade again, preparing for what could come. I feel like Dimrock's in the middle of this line and he starts playing a little samba music on his drums swaying his hits left to right I kind of like this guys I felt it was a little more somber of a mood <laughs> he's trying to lighten it up you were thinking it was a little more samba of a mood <laughs> ah, he's trying to lighten it up for a little bit there it is beat me to it so who's in front it's thrash I'm in front which thrash appreciate you guiding us thrash I'm in front other thrash in back okay and I cast bardic inspiration on me Thanks. Yum, bum, 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 bum. Ah. Come on, with your hips. Stop saying. With your hips, Thrash. <laughs> Got it? Well, nobody can see it, but is Thrash doing it with his hips? No. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of feels like he is. <laughs> thrash, <laughs> you're struck with some kind of necrotic energy that rots at your skin. Uh, Can I, like, dodge? Yeah, you had your chance to dodge when I rolled an attack roll with advantage against you. That is not a chance for me to dodge. (laughs) Not with that attitude, it's not. You take 15 damage as something pierces the darkness and strikes you. Ow. Guys, something's here. Oh, I wish I had a way to bring some light. Uh, what do you mean? Like, who's here? Wagon wheel. Guys, something just hit me. What did it feel like, Thrash? Felt the chronic. (laughs) (laughs) That's so specific! Ooh, that's a good band name. The felt necrotic. Oh. Oh, dang. It's going on the list. I'm trying to remember it. Hold on. So what are you doing, Thrasher? Everybody get down. And I drop down to the ground. I'm already down. <laughs> uh, Demi planks. Flat. All right, Thrasher, flat. Yeah, Cub drops down. We can't just sit here. We got to find him. I roll a 23 to hit Copes. Why? A what? Copes, you take four damage as a whip strikes you from the darkness. Gerald! Take that! No. (laughs) (laughs) 
It wasn't me! What direction did it come from, Copes? Ow, it came from the... It came from that side. It hit me in my face. I start whipping in the air. Uh, I want to do a perception check. In the complete darkness. <laughs> oh! This is the final supper. Let there be light! An orb of light appears in front of you. Nice. Casting light in a 30-foot radius around you, obliterating the darkness. Nice. You see strange <laughs> visages of Copes, Demarok, and Nox, sickly looking, almost undead looking, walking forward with blank eyes as they prepare to cast their spells to attack. Hanging in the ceiling, you see a swirling cloud of darkness. But within, you see a figure, a strange humanoid shape. It almost looks like it's made out of individual points of light that just coalesce into forming the shape of a person. Copes, it's, this is something you recognize. What do you mean? I'm inventing something, some lore for you. Let's do it, bro. You know I'm in. Invent away. It's a scion, a scion of a constellation. What's a scion? It's like an avatar of the constellation. You know that they're legendary figures seemingly made of stars themselves. And they're pretty well known to you. They're part of the lore that you learn about each one. But this one doesn't look right. This one doesn't look like anyone you've seen before. It's sickly looking. The lights that make up its body shedding a sickly green light. It seems to corrupt everything it touches instead of providing illumination. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually what cope says oh shit as the three figures representing yourselves minus thrasher move forward towards you at a steady unthinking pace you gonna say anything about the guy up in the sky um guys that's it's one of the legendary uh star signs it's one of the legendary constellations but it looks twisted and wicked this is not a place we want to be how do we stop him is that our target? I pick up Knox and yell, No big missile! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and chuck him up at the guy in the oh sky. Oh my god. Are you throwing him by the <laughs> legs or the arms or is it like a spear? Yeah, like a football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect Knox spiral. The only thing we should do is not touch it. Assy. <laughs> so what do you want me to roll there, Brent? Athletics? Athletics check is good. Oh, no. Not a thrasher athletics check. Yeah, this is going to be bad. 18. Oh. You throw Nox up towards this swirling figure up in the ceiling. Yep. The figures suddenly puff into clouds and they appear in the air, blocking Nox from reaching it. They make, uh, let's see, Evil Nox swings at you. He hasn't summoned a Shadow Blade or anything. What's your attack roll bonus, Nox? Uh, I have a plus five to the scimitar. Thirteen. Thirteen is not going to do it. He does not strike you for damage, but you are blocked from reaching the thing. As you fall to the ground gracefully, 
you see these things descend down once again. And as you look closer, you see thin shadowy tendrils drifting up from this cloud towards these things that have been created, these visages of yourselves. How high up in the air is this thing? 20 feet, we'll say. Okay, is it my turn? Do we, are we just kind of going? Should we jump into turn order now or should I just go them, you guys? Would that be better? That's fine. Guys, we got to take these guys out. Yeah, that's fine. That'd be fine. They're protecting him. I think I know what to do. It's just, they're us. So let's just, why don't we all get along? And as I say that. Oh, here we go. My voice gets very flowy and I cast a spell, friends. Oh, okay. Why can't we all just be friends? On who? Isn't it Copes and Knox and me in front of us, like evil versions? Yeah, I think there's a single target with friends. Uh, I don't think so. Huh? It is. I hate to say it, but we brought it up in the episode three. It can't be used if it's hostile to you. Oh, uh, that's true. I love the idea, and maybe you can make it work. Yeah, but I don't think I'm hostile to myself. I don't think Dimrock would have hurt himself. You attacked yourself last episode. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't think I did. Did I? I think this is a unique situation where I'm going to give it a chance to work. There's a saving throw, right? It just says for a minute, I have advantage on charisma checks and they're not hostile towards me. And then they become hostile. I don't believe it does actually have a check, but they do know you did it. Yeah, for the duration, you have advantage on all charisma checks directed at that creature. Well, of course I know I did it. I'm the one who cast it. Of course I would know. So normally there isn't a saving throw for this, but I'm going to give it one because is right. it shouldn't normally work, but this is a unique situation. Are you casting it on yourself? Yeah. Oh, the figure failed. So what do you say to yourself? Get over here, buddy. Come on, join the, join us. We're here to save Wagon Wheel. And I feel like other me just runs open-armed. And maybe I run towards him a little bit. We're just so happy to be together. <laughs> That's a nice little friend hug when we meet up. You hug yourself. Yeah, of course. Finally, you feel acceptance from the one person who matters. <laughs> You. <laughs> They're so powerful. Yeah, you got to love yourself if you're going to love anyone else, you know? You say, I agree to you that. <laughs> and then I say, I love you. Oh, I love you too. And yourself disappears. Both of me's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you both vanish <laughs> and are dead. Uh, no. It's all I needed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought that might be it. <laughs> Your evil self just vanishes. You see the black smoke that must have made up his body drift back upward. And as you look upward, the thing seems to solidify a little bit more. It condenses into a more obvious shape. Oh, the smoke shape kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, I point that out to everybody. So I'm a little confused on that. Like it's turning more into a figure up there? Yeah, that's right. It's less amorphous. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Can I look at the paper in my hands? You can. Now that there's light? I do. You see a name written at the bottom. What is the name? The name Quinsley Puffton. Oh, it is his name. Quinsley Puffton? But what about the rest of the contract? Oh my God, there's so much fine print on it. Oh, crap. That's not going to help. Do we have to call him Quinsley? That's his name. What about Sir P? Master Puff? Puff Daddy? Puff Wheel, yeah, Puff. So is, what, there's Evil Copes and there's Evil Knox down there. And I really don't like that thing in the sky. I don't think you can hurt it unless we kill. But I, I could try, and that's what matters. 
Remember how Brent in the beginning said he liked when I did stupid stuff that almost always killed me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said something like that. Stay true to yourself. So I'm going to... It's about 20 feet above me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to Misty Step. Oh, my God. So I look at it after falling to the ground and being brought down by my former self, and I see what Demi just did and making friends out of his, and I look at Evil Knox. Man, you're just a dick. And I disappear. And a little <laughs> film of red mist is makes the shape of me. And I appear 20 feet above me. Hopefully next to that thing. All right. Next to that thing. Indeed. Yeah. And that's a bonus action. And I'm going to attack it with my shadow blade. Did you say not to touch it? Is that a thing you said don't do? I didn't say that. I just said it was hard. <laughs> I mean, don't touch it when it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really try to grab it and attack in the same turn, right? It would be either one. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it. Okay, I'm just going to attack. Make that attack roll. I'm going to give you advantage because you did a cool maneuver to get up there. Ooh. And you're in dim light, I'm pretty sure. So that's going to be a 24. 24, that's a hit for sure. And that is going to do 2d8. It's actually plus my dexterity, which I didn't realize, but... Awesome. So that is 13 plus 3, so 16 psychic damage. Damn. Ooh. All right, you see your psychic energy reverberates through the cloud as the thing convulses in pain. You hear it cry out in agony. Oh. God. (laughs) (laughs) That's unedited, folks. That was legit. And I guess I fall back down to the ground then, huh? You see Evil Knox drop to his knees for just a moment. It looks like that hurt him somehow, both Evil Knox and Evil Copes. All right. So let's give Copes something to do before I go back to the evil versions of yourselves. I mean, I haven't taken a turn yet. I'm going to just shoot a flaming sphere right in the middle of it. Ooh. In the middle of what? Of the floating scion. Okay. So when you conjure that, it just appears there, correct? Yes. It appears in an unoccupied space within 60 feet. Like a star bursting the light. Dang. Exactly, yes. <laughs> you know my secret heart. <laughs> I put my hand up. Time for a supernova. All right, I'm going to give him disadvantage on that roll. Because he's a giant cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 17 total. So he takes half as much. And it's only 2d6, so it's not great. All right, so good. Five fire damage. Fire damage fills the figure as it bursts the light, illuminating the room further. It looks like the fire travels down the little shadowy tendrils towards your doubles and setting them alight as well. And then, as a bonus action, you can move the sphere up to 30 feet. If you ran the sphere into a creature, that creature must make the saving throw against the sphere's damage, and the sphere stops moving this turn. Okay, no disadvantage this time, but who are you going to hit with it? I'm going to whip it at Copes. All right, you fail. I do like the Goku spirit bomb. Yeah! Smash it on Copes. And he takes 2d6 more damage. Do you want to just keep your previous roll? We'll just do that for the round. It says, if you ran the sphere into a creature, that creature must make the saving throw against the sphere's damage. So does he take the same damage? So probably the same. So 10 damage. Does he not take... Oh, because he failed. Okay, yeah, so he takes 10. And this is against yourself? All right. You see yourself set alight. I'm beautiful. Evil Copes looks at you with fire in his eyes. Literally. (laughs) There's more where that came from, bro. As he lowers his horns at you. 
and fires a guiding bolt at you. No, I dodge. I dodge it. That's bullshit. He gets advantage against you because he hit you with one in the darkness too. No, 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 no. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Your bonus to it is plus five, I think, right? No, no, it's plus two. No. <laughs> it's, it's probably plus four. It's a 14 to hit you. It matches. Ooh. 17 damage. Ooh. Oh my god. It looks like darkness surges through the tendril coming from whatever creature this is. Fires out Evil Cope's horns and strikes you with necrotic damage. What does it do to you? It picks me up and blasts me in the air and Copes falls down on the ground on his back and doesn't move. Evil Copes doesn't evil laugh. What does it sound like? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> totally wasted. Oh, I thought it was going to be more like... <laughs> no, I'm not a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> well, Evil Nox conjures a shadow blade and attacks the real Nox. Yet again. Ooh, that is a miss. So he swings at you with your own shadowy blade. He swings a little too high. He thinks I'm taller than I am. Right over top of my head. <laughs> he goes right for the head, but turns out it's a little <laughs> bit shorter than he thought. Ah, take that. You dodge deftly underneath as the cloud thunderously roars in anger. Now it's y'all's turns again. So it's just the cloud left or there's still knocks, right? Knocks and copes. Good copes went down. I mean, regular neutral copes. Oh, yeah. I got them confused. <laughs> Thrashers are going to have a unison uh, rage sesh, and then we're going to charge at copes. Evil copes, to be specific. I rage. And then we double charge copes. Another chance to fulfill your dreams. 21. 21's a hit against Copes, I believe. Am I still just rolling for both of us but, uh, all the time? All right, cool. Yeah. And that will be 22 damage. Damn. This is a little bit OP. <laughs> yeah, you doubled all his damage and modifiers and everything. Double thrash. Well, if any of you guys were nice, you would have been doing double damage, too. <laughs> mm. I'm doing double damage just to myself. <laughs> uh, as you deal a devastating blow to Shadow Copes. Best part of waking up with Thrasher's fuck you up. <laughs> as I see Thrasher dash to like, or as I see the Thrasher's dash to go take care of evil Copes, I run to the good one and get down over him and pull out my little castanets and start casting Cure Wounds. To D8. If you'd like to, you can spend hit dice to make this heal better. Nah, I'll be enough healing for him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's a nat one heal. Plus two. Five. It's plus five. I'm sorry. I meant plus five. Sir, money, money. Goldman. Are you feeling okay? How much did I get healed? Uh, six. Six. Um, uh, Copes doesn't move. It knocks. But he telepathically talks to Demi. I wasn't dead. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I went to zero. I just said I landed on my back and didn't move. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I text Aaron. I text Aaron, don't heal me, but he didn't get the text. <laughs> no, it's on silent. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess Demi <laughs> hears that and kind of like understand what's going on, and he wants to help Dope sell it. Oh my God, he's gone! He's gone! <laughs> he just starts crying. Those thing I can do will bring you back. And he kind of looks up at the scion to see if he's believing. Oh my God! <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> Let me try to follow that one up. Um, all right. I, I don't know. That's probably not going to work. I, 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 let me ask you this. I have a spell, but it doesn't affect undead. Does that thing in the sky look undead? Uh, no, it doesn't look undead. Well, then I am going to look up at it and the streaks of red and Nox's hair glow a little bit brighter here. And he stares it down and casts command. This is one of my other fey touched spells. And he looks at it and says, approach. Wait, I said it in the wrong voice. Approach. And it gets to make a wisdom saving throw. Got a plus two to this. That is a six. Well, that doesn't beat my 15. So on the target's next turn, it moves towards you by the shortest and most direct route, ending its turn when it's within five feet of you. Ooh, that's going to give the Thrashers some opportunity. All right, I think it's everybody's turns, right? Nope. Yeah, but we got one more turn, possibly. I'm going to activate a Blade Song, too, while I'm waiting. Okay. It's just in case it goes really south. You see Cope's hand shoot into the air, and he high-fives Demerot. <laughs> And then I do a back roll, stand up to my full satyr height in my gold suit, and I transform into my archer form. Is the dead Nox the only one left? Uh, Copes is there too, yeah. Oh, I thought Jared killed me. Nope, just hit you real hard. Just did a lot of damage. He actually laid down and acted like he was down, but he didn't actually say. <laughs> I never said I died. No one asked. You can't do that. It did take me to two hit points. <laughs> I understand why Thrash doesn't like me. You're a real asshole, and I'm going to chuck my spectral javelin at it. But it looks really cool. That was a good deception there. You get advantage on this roll. Nice. Nice. So it's my attack plus five. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a 24. Yeah, that's a hit. So it's 1d8 plus my wisdom modifier, which is three... Ooh, so 10 damage. What do you do to yourself? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I rear my arm back. The spectral, it's not an archer, it's one of my famous. Actually, you know what it is? It's my glow sword. And I rear it back in my hand. As you conjure the image of the blade glowing rod in your mind, preparing to rear it back, you see it fly through the air. You see it emerge from the darkness suddenly into your hands. <gasps> Oh, shit. Oh, never let me hurt myself again. And wielding the rod, I do a front flip and throw it straight between his eyes through his skull. You convert a barely glowing rod into a barely dead <laughs> As he falls to the ground, the smoke that must have made up his body dissipating suddenly, the figure up in the air coalescing further into something more solid. I say, suck it, Copes. And then that's all y'all's turns, right? Yep. So we're just left with Nox. Evil Nox looking around him sees that he's 
outnumbered clearly, makes one final desperate attack at Knox again and gets 15. No, I got with my blade song, I have 20 AC. Ooh, what? <laughs> That's wild. Gangster. You deftly dodge it. You see it coming from a mile away. You know all your moves. Not a chance, man. Not a chance. As the figure looks angry for a moment before dissipating into smoke, reverting into the form up in the ceiling, the thing begins coalescing, swirling into a strange silhouette before forming together into some odd body. Like I described before, Copes, it looks like it's made out of scintillating little star clusters, almost like a living constellation, a living, breathing constellation given mortal form. I hug it. Does it look like any form we've ever seen before? It doesn't. Does it come down? It comes down. It has to. Yeah. Yeah, you force that on me. And the voice says, You don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to save you. As the creature grows these horrific-looking claws on each of its weird amorphous fingers, they glow with a sickly light as it lunges toward the four of you. Damn. so ready i don't want to stop now damn it i didn't think about it stopping yet i didn't either that was truly not what i was expecting this is a money money goldman here and we'd like to thank you for listening to a discount heroes we release on all your favorite streaming platforms such as spotify twitter uh no <laughs> fuck Money Money Twitter is not a streaming platform and they don't need to know what platforms we're on. Michael, I need to tell them about the platforms. So tell them. Apple Play, Orange Play, <laughs> Fruit Play, and we release new episodes every single Thursday. So come check us out on the Twitter. Come talk to us in our Discord channel and join us next week on Discount Heroes where questionable results are always guaranteed. Gerald? Yes? Bring me my emu. Here you are, sir. It's worth so much money. I would love to see that because I just, I love that you had a gold fucking suit on. Like, just imagine you real shiny. That was great. Yeah. That all, I had no intention of doing any of that. Come on, Jared. What's your fancy name? Thrasher. My name is Thrasher. I said fancy name. What's, what's not fancy about Thrasher? I suppose so. Maybe it's the way you say it.
Russia? Russia? Just trying to save my little buddy. Found him. Sometimes you have to go undercover. That felt like overcover, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to know what Brent thought we were going to do. Because I certainly wasn't that. No way. I don't know. Tyler found himself in a gold suit and it just <laughs> immediately transformed. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for my deposit box. What? It's not what we need at all. I'm in a gold suit, bro. Like, what the fuck? Give me my deposit box. Oh, he's like, which conference room? B. <laughs> I love your confidence. I mean, that's all you can do. Sometimes you just got to roll with it. It was so funny. Here's my thought. is like, there was going to be a puzzle, and I was never going to figure it out. So I was just going <laughs> to... What? Is just... <laughs> <laughs> if I could steamroll my way through. <laughs> Brent, what were we supposed to do to get there? Fuck, man. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I just put a situation in front of you and see what you guys did. He just seed what we would do. <laughs> <laughs>